Welcome, L Poppers. This is the last piece of pie. I'm Jen. I'm Mel. And we are coming to you live from room 24 of Mel's <laughs> hospital bed. M&M room. I have a roommate. Her her name starts with an M, too. So we're going to call it the M&M room. Ooh, it's the M&M show of botched. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> yes. Start all of the jokes now. I've already heard it. So Mel... To update our L poppers, had a procedure last month to do something for herself. On November 20th, I did it for my birthday. Yeah. To make her feel good about herself. Mm-hmm. A week into it, started to have a complication. A tumor grew on the side of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Went back to that surgeon a couple of times. And now here we are a month later in the hospital. Longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what I did is I went in and, um, so back in 2020, I got COVID and didn't know it and it attacked my thyroid. And so it basically killed my thyroid and I gained 50 pounds. And I lost the weight except for that one area. I just had this section of fat that would not go ever go away. Mm-hmm. And so um, I met him in July and it took me all those months to get the courage to sign up for it and he was like, it's no big deal. It's just liposuction. We suction it out. You know, you're going to be fine. And it is a common, normal thing. People get liposuction done every day. Yep. And um, so it was. I was headed towards my 43rd birthday. And I was like, you know what? I have been a single mom for five years now. I never put myself on the table. I'm going to do it. Yep. We talked about that. And now I did it. <laughs> and yes. now I'm going to be a broke single mom in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm glad you did it for yourself. And it's an unfortunate event that you had a serious complication from the procedure because it is a serious complication. Yeah, very. Um, I basically have seen, been in two of the best hospitals, seen some world-renowned re- doctors, and no one can figure it out. No one has ever even seen it. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird, even I couldn't. Even my personal surgeon can't figure it out. <laughs> I know. I I was like, oh, it's got to be some kind of hematoma. It's got to be some kind of infection, which we know it is. We just don't know what kind of infection. They first they thought it was MRSA, but now we're still waiting to see if it is actually MRSA. Actually MRSA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, they I came in Friday after work. I was having like just really bad pain. It felt like my face was going to explode, and so I just drove myself up thinking, I'm just going to run into the ER real quick because you know me, everything's real quick. You know, I'm just going to run in, get some antibiotics, get the hell out of there, get back to work. I worked, I was scheduled to work all weekend. We had houses and commercials on the line and um, I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. No one will let me go home. (laughs) People, I brought her snacks. I brought her a change of clothes. Oh, I've gone through a week's worth of clothes. Abby's coming up tonight with more sweats and she's got to take home my dirties and poor kids holding down the fort. But she actually likes it. She's like, mom, this is what it's going to be like to have my own house and my own bills. And I'm like, did you get the mail? She goes, does that come every day? I was like, oh, fuck my life. I have failed you as a mother. Does that come every day? I was like, yes, the mail comes every day. You should probably check it just in case, you know, your bills that you need to pay. Yeah, so she's uh, she's loving it. But what's cute about it, she's loving it because she has no bills. 
Right. She has a beautiful home paid for. <laughs> Cleaned. She just gets to do whatever she wants and eat the food. As long as her food's there, she's fine. Right. Exactly. Remember, I and I went just went to Aldi yes. prior and spent tons of money because I wasn't going to go back for six months. <laughs> You're stocked up. <laughs> now she's probably like, did you plan to die? <laughs> You're not going to die. Not really. <laughs> oh, man. I love teenagers. Yeah, so she's good. We're we're doing fine. It's nice to laugh today. And today was like the day where I just felt like, you know, where you can feel like you're going to have that breaking point. Like, I haven't had a good cry yet. I actually haven't cried yet at all. But I'm like, I probably need to have a good cry and just release the, just the, it's not, I don't know. I don't want to say a failure. Well, we already talked about that in the last podcast. Yeah, it's not your fault. This I happened. Know. Yeah, it just stinks and I really don't have time. And Well, no, but your body is telling you <sighs> yeah. something different. I know, right? Yep. And I have been going hard for the last five years. And I know, you probably should have gone in a week ago for this. Hey, I remember, remember I said with the, the episode with Ashley, I was I was coming in on empty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My check engine light has been on broken hip. <laughs> now I grew a tumor. Yeah. So good good shit over here. It's always a shit show in the Mal land. You know, it's never quiet. It's, yep. And it's, that's what one of my girlfriends said. She's like, only you. Like, seriously, this shit only happens to you. Nobody else. I'm like, I'm aware. Yep. Sometimes our body does not respond how we want to. But you also know your own body. And that's why you have to be your own health advocate. Mm-hmm. Because... I don't feel like they've done more than they could have until today. Right. Well, that's the first day I felt like they actually been aggressive. But that's the difference between Jen and I is Jen will ask questions and push buttons. And I'm like, whatever you think, you're doing a great job. I'm like the encourager in the hospital. I'm like, go team, go. And Jen's like, we're here to ask questions. And I'm like, I don't want to. You have to be your own health advocate because you know your own body. Now, I work with some great doctors. There's fantastic doctors out there. And then there's times where things don't go right. But doctors are humans. And there are really good ones who are trying to figure it out. But you also have to be, you have to be on them. Yeah. Because, you know, they haven't had the right answers yet. No answers yet, because it is very rare and no one has seen it. And so yes. it's like, I just feel like we're throwing darts at a... You are a special case. Oh, you're girl, I've be always a, been special. Be- <laughs> just give me a helmet. <laughs> you're going to be in some medical journals, I think. There you go. <laughs> there you the go. The case study of a white female, 43, with a tumor penis size on her face. <laughs> Yeah, the my cute little nurse today drew around it, and I went and looked at the mirror, and it looks like a penis. And I came out, I'm like, you drew a fucking penis on my face. And you start laughing, like, this is not funny. And then I this, love nurse humor. And then the second guy came in. He goes, only if you had, like, a splash at the end of it. <laughs> I was like, you guys. We could, we could draw a little teardrop next to it. Oh, my God. I'm like, this is, everyone's just having fun at my expense. Love it. Glad everyone's having a good time. Yeah. So when you mentioned that I should have went in last week, um, what she's referring to, Al Poppers, is um, my first sign was um, fatigued. I was extremely, extremely tired. Um, I was sleeping like 14 hours at night and coming home and taking like three hour naps every day. Like I couldn't get through the day without coming home and 
it would be four or five o'clock, remember, and I'd pass out. I couldn't stay awake. Yeah. And then I end up back in bed by eight. And so, um, yeah, it wasn't until the pain got so bad it made me go in and my blood like what white blood count was doubled and some other things and so they're gonna figure it out. Yep. They are. There's hope. There is. We thought we would be out today, so didn't happen. Mm-mm. So we're just going to keep trucking along. Even in a hospital, El Poppers, we bring you our sense of humor. <laughs> our shit show. <laughs> I'm glad Jen's having fun. I haven't washed my hair in a week. I'm like, I could grease a door with this hair. <laughs> it looks beautiful. <laughs> like, seriously, we could WD-40 something. So I wanted to tell you when I came in, they were like, we're going to do a series of antibiotics. And they had to do them through with the IV. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And we all were thinking, like, I would just be here a day and it would respond to the antibiotics. I'd be good. Well, it didn't. And it kills veins. So I've blown five IVs. Ugh. And at like probably three nights ago, they wanted to put a pick line in. And I was like, no, like I only have, like I was still on schedule. I was like, I still have two more treatments and I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> like they said six treatments and I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> yes. We it, were manifesting that it was going to happen. And now here I am. So now I kind of wish I had the pick line. This one starting to die today. It was burning. Oh. I was like, oh no. But I got through another session of meds. And so I guess we'll see uh, if that vein makes it. Yeah. I think it will. It's going to last another day before something else happens. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Your boobs look great, though, right now. Let me tell you. Oh, thanks, love. You know, I've gained some weight. This hospital food is amazing. Like, I have not ate this well in like my whole life. Like, this shit's good. I know. Mel's like getting three square meals a day, which he's never like done. Like, I never eat. You know that. Like, I eat a protein bar for breakfast, protein bar for lunch, because yep. I'm always on the fly. Time I get home, I'm too tired and still too busy to even cook. So we're like just making a quick salad. No, you are you're eating like cheese and crackers <laughs> at home, girl. This, this today for lunch, I had a chicken Caesar wrap, a fresh cut of vegetables with hummus, a, a cho- I have a chocolate milkshake with every meal. <laughs> Like a five-year-old. <laughs> um, oh, breakfast! Uh, breakfast has got to be French toast with peanut butter and syrup, two strips of bacon, <laughs> hash browns with salt and pepper, ketchup, Dang. and then they have this like warm berry, gooey yumminess topped with granola. Oh my god, I'm so in love with it. It's bad. Yeah. So like, Man, I, the hospital is up in their food game. Yeah, it's called room service. Like, I call on the phone. I'm like, hello, can I have crab legs? They're like, I'm like, hello? They don't serve crab legs. I was kind of bummed. But when I get out of here, that will be my first thing we do. Let's go buy crab legs and cook them in at home. At your house, though, so your house can smell. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, so, like, I'm on a cruise diet up in here. Like, buffet lines are open. <laughs> like, I am living large. Like, you can order snacks till, like, 9 p.m. It is like a cabin in here as far as the space. Right, got my roommate, Madison. Hey, Madison. Hi, you hear? Madison. Oh, yep. poppers. How's the food over there? Yep, it's good. See? Madison sounds so sweet. Better than grandma. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Madison's young and perfect and perky, and I'm over dying. <laughs> Nobody's perfect if they're in this unit. Everybody's dying. Madison's only 25 and young and 
can conquer it all. You got this, Madison. You got to tell us, uh, Mel, you got to spill the tea on your former roommate that you had. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. (laughs) Madison, you got to listen to this. So I came in on Friday night. It was late time I got in, right? Because I came in afterwards. It was midnight by the time you got to this room. Yes. And uh, I, there was a roommate. Okay, well, fun fact about this room is this whole wing was the old hospital. This was the baby floor, and this was the nursery. Oh, no kidding. I know. Well, I mean, now come I'm on. like thinking baby about all vibes. the babies. Yes. Oh, sweet Jesus. Jen can get pregnant up <laughs> no, in here. No, there is no baby factory. <laughs> nope. Macho Man is fixed. There would be no babies. Yep. So, anyways, this is this was the nursery room. So it just makes my heart happy. It's comforting because you know me and babies. Yeah. Anywho, I got in here. I was exhausted. I was in pain. I was scared. Um, No one knew what the hell was going to happen. And my 87-year-old roommate (laughs) doesn't stop talking until 3 in the morning. (laughs) Yep, folks, 3 in the morning. Full conversations. With herself. With herself, Or we don't know if she was on the phone, but Well, her granddaughter was in the room, but granddaughter now, like, I'm sure by 3 o'clock in the morning, it's just not going to respond, right? She's just... Sleeping. Once in a while, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while, she probably threw something at grandma. She grunted. Sure. Like, yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. So she finally slept from like three to five in the morning. And then at five o'clock, she was back up and she was just chatting, chatting, chatting. So this doctor comes in. Um, basically, what's happening with grandma is they're trying to get her into an assisted living. Um, and they're trying to convince her it's time. Oh, man, I've had that conversation before in L Poppers. I know we have some older adults out there who are dealing probably with a situation with their parents or grandparents. I've had that conversation. It's never fun. No, it's hard. And And I'm sure she was extremely resistant. Very. And she was like, I've lived on my own my whole life. (laughs) She's like, I've done it this 87 years. I can do it three more. Three, she only given herself three more years. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy. And then they would argue back and forth. And then the granddaughter would get mad. And then the daughter came the next day. Mm. And so now she's had like a series of doctors come in. Well, there's one doctor come in. And he was, he was kind of patient, kind of not. He was like, kind of like you're driving me nuts, lady. Yeah. So he was like, you know, we have to get you, you know, to continue this next series of your life like we have to get you to look past and look into assisted living did she fall she must have fell or something i don't know okay it's against hipaa she, violations she surgeon. can't be on she can't be on her own yeah enough anymore yeah so he, he was basically wanting to ask like basically the cycle of life has stages right you got mm-hmm. married and then when you were married then you retired and you did all the and he's like now it's the next step and she was like well, I told my husband, when he dies, I'm going to date. But when I die, he's not dating. But, Doc, I think I'm done dating. I about died. Grandma I, was dating. At 87. At 87. I was God, like, I wonder what that's like. I was like, Lord Jesus, don't let that woman in her home. <laughs> <laughs> she going to be bed hopping. <laughs> They do that now. That's I mean, that's what I've heard. Oh, she's gonna tear it up. She could be like a horny teen danger in there. Oh, she's gonna tear it up in the nursing home. There ain't no doubt. No oh doubt. Oh my god, even at eighty seven, we're still frustrated as women <laughs> dating. Yeah, she's like, you know, I think I'm done dating. 
But I love how she told her husband, if I die, you can't date. But if you die, my shit's dating. She's like, I'm sorry about it, Frank, or whatever his name is. Rest in peace. She's like, moving on. <laughs> that matter You're in the ground? Moving on. That matter of fact. So... I think it tells us two things. There's hope. <laughs> Is there? There's hope. I mean, Grandma stuck it out for all those years. <laughs> she did not go through, you know, all the men that was possible. She, you know, she kept dating. And then there's not really a lot of hope. <laughs> I know. It's like, good for you, Grandma, getting back out there after your husband died. But man must be slim pickings once you get to a certain age you know what if her family was, died before us so right yeah if her family was smarter though they'd be like hey we got found a place you can date where you can date <laughs> hey maybe we should do that we can set up and like, grandma we have a co-ed floor for you right we could and we could invent an app where like they're in the nursing home and they swipe like oh, and then Jesus. they like swipe up if you want to meet at dinner swipe <laughs> down if you want to meet at bingo swipe left if you want to do an activity together <laughs> oh lord i think the nursing staff has already too many plates going i don't think they need to set up dates <laughs> no we'll do it we'll do it on the app i'll do it we're gonna have We'll go in and have a, um, we'll be their dating gurus at the nursing home. We'll do a Valentine's Day dance. <laughs> I like how Jen goes back to 1930. I'm like, I'm going to develop an app so they can talk to each other. Jen's like, we're going to have a dance and I'm going to make cookies and I'm going to make hearts and cut them out in red velvet. None of those 80 years olds had know how to use a phone. I, I said swipe left, swipe right, up or down. Left, I mean, it's just, it's easy. Up or down, right or left. You know what? We just give them like a bingo punch card and be like, with their faces on it and be like, I want to meet that guy <laughs> <laughs> in the library. <laughs> They'll be fighting over room 69. We'll be like, that's my favorite number. <laughs> Oh, so I think we saw we found our new next business adventure. <laughs> That's why I'm in here for for a dating app for grandmas and grandpas. Yes, perfect. Well, you know what? I'm happy to meet grandma. Um, I'm a little sad that she's now decided not to stop dating at 87. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know what? It might be time. It might be time just be. to get. You know, it's time for me time. Yep. Grandma, you know, let's get you an assisted living, get you safe. Yep. P p take the pressure off your daughter and granddaughter so they're not stressed out. Exactly. So, yeah, Abby's not going to go through any of that with me. She's already <laughs> told me. She's like, I will not tolerate you. She's like, I will leave you at home to die. I was <laughs> like, you were so mean. <laughs> That's mean. Oh, she's uh, mean. She won't be able to do it. She has no patience. She's just going to be like, listen, I'm going to give you your keys to your nursing home. If you show up, you show up. <laughs> She's going to be like, oh, I have no room. There's no room at the inn. Here's your nursing home. Yep. Shove you in there. Aunt Jen will come visit you. <laughs> we'll have a room next to each other. I know. Oh, see? There we go. Old timers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what not to do in a nursing home? Date. <laughs> Getting fights over bingo. That's awesome. So... Yep, that's my story. That's my week. Um, L Poppers, thank you for all the love and support and messages. 
and especially your prayers and your positive vibes and loving on me. And thank you, thank you to my Jen for coming up and seeing me every day and allowing me to be a pain in her ass. Mm -hmm. She got a little grumpy with me today, folks, but I I told her, settle down. (laughs) I was giving her jobs to do for the podcast. And she's like, listen, mom. (laughs) I have another job I have to do besides this one. It's very grumpy about it. Yes. But it happens. It happens. I was a little overwhelmed, but it's all good. I know being in the hospital sucks, especially this long. Yeah, and look at my positive attitude. See, you should you should learn from me, young one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I uh, I'm a. You've I, had your moments. Oh, but you're girl, allowed to. This podcast makes me happy, so I'm glad for this moment. It will carry me over, especially if I have to do a face surgery at the end of the week. Yeah, El Poppers, let's pray if Mel has to have surgery to clean out all of the bacteria and hopefully if there's any dead tissue in there and be back to her beautiful face. Yeah, so my brother can stop making jokes. (laughs) I'm not surprised. Dante's like, what are you going to do now when you're on a date? Hey, look at my neck. It looks real good. Just don't look (laughs) at my face. Just... I'm just missing half of my cheek. It's okay. He goes, you were better off before. At least your face was pretty and your neck was fat. He's like, now you're screwed. (laughs) I'm like, oh. Only a brother. Oh, he thinks he's hilarious. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm glad to see your spirits are up today. Thank you. And hopefully we're not recording in the hospital again next week, but. Yes, hopefully Madison and I are out of here. Yes, we're going to continue prayers for both of you. She's going to graduate with her PhD, and I am going to go slay the world. Yes. Start building companies. Build them, build them. We're going to build an empire from this hospital room. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have all the time in the world on your hands. I know one of my girlfriends text me today. She's like, will you just, for the love of Jesus, write the damn book? She's like, baby, God's just making you sit for that reason. Like, start writing. Yeah. This is going to definitely be a chapter, I feel like. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's lots to learn. Oh, the nurse is here. So hopefully he doesn't plan to draw balls on the other side (laughs) of my face. (laughs) L-poppers. L-poppers. Well, we are going to give you um, our love and thank you for your support. And remember, you have to be your own health advocate. Don't go on empty like Mel. Whatever. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. Stay tuned for our exciting uh, merch drop that's coming up. Yeah, how am I going to do that? (laughs) We'll figure it out. We will figure it out. Yeah, I'm excited. So thanks, L Poppers, for all your love and support. I will be in touch. We'll keep you updated. And uh, keep sending us your prayers and love and light and uh, see you soon. Peace out. Peace. Hey, all poppers. If you liked today's episode, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Follow us on all social media platforms and send us your comments or questions at last piece of pie podcast or email us at last piece of pie podcast at gmail.com.